Hello, everybody, and welcome to First and Goal, the hardest-hitting, up-and-coming ACC and SEC football podcast on the Internet today. It is Monday, January 10th, the day of the one, the only, college football national championship game, and I am pumped. We get the rematch of the decade between Georgia and Bama. We're going to kick into this thing. I am your host, Ben, as always. Flying solo today. Big Rob's been under the weather for about a week now. Not COVID, nothing related to that, but uh, he's home resting up, hopefully getting better, and we hope to have him back on here soon. But until then, you're stuck with me. But uh, with that being said, we're going to jump on into this thing. It is the rematch of the decade. The reason I call it that is because I cannot think of a higher, more anticipated, more advertised national championship game. And it's an all-SEC natty. It doesn't get any better. doesn't get any harder hitting. Total nonstop action between the Georgia Bulldogs and Alabama Crimson Tide. The first go-around between these two teams didn't go out. Didn't go so well for Georgia. Georgia fell 24 to Bama's 41 in the SEC championship game. And believe me, that score doesn't have any comparison whatsoever to how close that game is. So we're going to discuss the game, the previous meeting. We're going to go over a few points. And at the end of this thing, we're just going to throw our, throw my personal opinion out there of what we think is going to happen. I mean, you got two big swingers, two home run hitters. It's just, it doesn't get any better. You cannot close out a football season any better than this. All right, the first meeting between these two teams, I think the biggest problem, without a doubt, is the Georgia Bulldog defense that was notorious the whole season. I mean, they absolutely tormented everybody they played, just terrorized them. They didn't show up in the SEC title game. You're looking at total yards in this game, Georgia had 449, while the Georgia Bulldog defense gave up 500 36 total yards to this Bama offense. 536. You can't say you have this extremely violent, this extremely savage defense when you're giving up 536 total yards. I mean, it was bad as it wasn't through the air either. Georgia's bread and butter the whole year has been rushing defense, that front seven they got. It is insane. It is insane. What kind of damage this D-line does. I mean, all year long, they bullied everybody. And then coming in the SEC title game, right off the rip, I mean, Georgia gave up 115 rushing yards to Bama. But then you look at the passing yards. 421 yards Alabama had through the air. 421, y'all. That's insanity. And that's what happens when you don't get pressure on the quarterback. We're going to touch back on that in a few minutes. We're going to look at yards per play. Georgia had 5.8. Bama had 7.7. Third down conversion. Georgia was 3 for 12. 3 for 12. That means the offense is not staying on the field. It means the defense is not getting very many breaks. Could be why that defense gave way. Alabama was 50% going 7 for 14 on third down. So, I mean, you're not getting their offense off the field 50% of the time, but then your offense is not staying on the field on third down. 
Turnover, Georgia had two, Bama had zero. Time of possession, Georgia actually won with 34 minutes total time possession to Alabama's 25 minutes. So you won the time of possession, but you were massacred. I mean, you were beat by 17 points. That's not a massacre, but let's face facts here, y'all. This game wasn't close. It really wasn't. But 421 yards through the air, 25 minutes total time of possession. I'd have to say uh, Georgia was giving up a lot of big plays, a lot of chunk plays, which as we all seen before, when South Carolina played Georgia, that's how they moved the ball on big plays through the air. Why Carolina didn't stick with it, we don't know. Who knows? Hey, we're not going to talk about that. Uh, all right. Let's look at some individual stats of that game. Georgia's quarterback, Stetson Bennett, who's been the starter for the big majority of the season, was 29 for 48 for 340 yards through there, three touchdowns, but he had two interceptions, which has been a big – one of the big issues with Stetson this year is he turned the ball over. That was one of the advantages JT had over him, but JT suffered an injury, and Stetson took off, and they've been on a roll ever since, kind of how JT took over last year. But you got to eliminate those turnovers, especially when you're playing a team like Alabama, when you're playing against a team coached by Nick Saban. You cannot give up turnovers. You just cannot. You can't do it. Really good coach teams, you cannot turn the ball over. It's kind of like in the NFL. If you see a team go against New England Patriots, against Bill Belichick, if they turn the ball over two times, most of the time Bill Belichick's going to walk away with a W. That's just how it is. Well-coached teams create points off turnovers. Cannot do that. All right. On the ground, Jared Cook, which has been one of their best running backs this year, only averaged 3.5 yards a carry. Zamir White only had 27 yards on seven carries, averaging 3.9 a carry. That's two of the best running backs in the SEC. Neither one of them was able to average even four yards a carry, making them one-dimensional. Through the air, the tight end, Brock Bowers, who this year I called it in the preseason at spring game. True freshman, this kid is a stud. He is a stud, point blank, hell of an athlete. This kid looks NFL ready right now after year one. Unfortunately for him, he's got to play two more years. But kid is a freak. I mean, it looks like Rob Gronkowski in college. He's ridiculous. He's going to be a huge name for years to come. George Pickens, after his return from his injury, he's still not quite back to that incredible form. Like we saw at the end of last year, he only had two receptions on night 41 yards. Their other receipt. Um, Cook, Jared Cook, that's his name. But uh, I can't remember his first name. But uh, Cook, he had four catches, 28 yards out the backfield. As always, being a good receiving back, even then, only 28 yards. So, I mean, really, it's a tale of two defenses. One showed up. One didn't. 
you can say one team came ready to play and one didn't, but Georgia secondary has been a weakness all year. It's hard to believe, but I mean, the best cure for a bad secondary is a great D-line linebacker core, great front seven. If your front seven could get after a quarterback, keep pressure on him, keep him uncomfortable, that'll make any secondary look phenomenal. It really will. But in this Alabama game, you know how many sacks the Georgia defense had? Zero. Not a single sack in the SEC championship game by Georgia's defense. Nada. Same amount of takeaways. None. You didn't create any turnovers. You didn't get any sacks. Yeah, Bryce Young's a freshman. But let's face it, the kid won the Heisman. You cannot give a star athlete like this young man time to sit in the pocket. He's going to pick you apart. I mean, Alabama, you're looking at a hell semi-pro NFL team ready to go as it is. Literally, you could take Alabama right now, that group of kids, put them in the NFL and play against a NFL team, and they'd probably make a damn game out of it. All reality. I mean, Bama is NFL University. So when you don't get no pressure on the quarterback, you're not creating turnovers, hell, it's 7-on-7 then. And you don't have secondary for that. I hate to tell you. Let's look at Bama's individual stats from the first meeting. Bryce Young, as always, showed up, showed out. 26 for 44, 421 yards through the air, three touchdowns. 26 for 44, 421, three tubs. That sounds like NFL game. Sounds like NFL stats. You look at the running backs, Robinson, 16 carries, 55 yards, 3.4-yard average. But then Bryce Young took off with it three times, 40 yards, one touchdown. That's four touchdowns right there just on Bryce Young. I mean, talk about a kid that showed up and showed out. Receiving stats. We got Williams, seven receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns. Mechie, six receptions, 97 yards, one touchdown. Bolton, five receptions, 54 yards, 10.8-yard average. That's three guys in the receiving game that had five or more targets. So it's not like you had one guy getting beat. All right. It wasn't like you had two guys getting beat. You gave up three different receivers. Five or more receptions. You you can't do that. You cannot do that. That means he's sitting in the pocket and he's if he can th- target, excuse me, not just target but complete five or more passes through the guys. He's sitting in the pocket and he's got time to read through every progression. He's going to eat you up. You can't stand that. Then you look at Alabama's defense. Got three sacks. Two takeaways. One defense showed up. One did not. It's 
I don't know. I'm trying to think of how to put this, honestly. I don't know if Kirby Smart has like some voodoo over to SEC East. Not Kirby Smart, Nick Saban. I don't know if he has some voodoo over to SEC East. I don't know what the deal is here because every category you look at going into that game, Georgia should have had him covered. Hell, Alabama struggled struggled with Auburn. They struggled with a bad LSU team this year. They got beat by Texas A&M, who is not the normal powerhouse they are. And Georgia just ran wild on every damn buddy the whole season. So did one team sleepwalk into this game? Or did... One team do their due research, their due diligence, and expose the other. We'll find out tonight. We will find out tonight, but that Georgia secondary, y'all. I'm telling you, it's, it's been suspect all year. All year it has been suspect. Hell, Carolina was throwing big balls on the only difference is Carolina's O-line couldn't hold up. You can get off one or two big plays here and there. But if they're getting you off the field three out of four drives, I mean, what the hell are you going to do? If you got a front seven with guys that look like they're from the damn, look like Warren Sapp. You got the best defensive line. Hell, your backups are probably still the best defensive line in all of college football. And you can't get one sack on Alabama? If there's a team that you're going to play cautious against, Bama's not the one to do it. If there's a team you can pick to have a bad day against, Alabama's not the one to do it against. So with that being said, here we are. January 10th, Monday night, for all the marbles. Is this going to be... A Cinderella rematch story with Georgia? Where you get the rematch and you come back and win? Just a couple weeks after being embarrassed? This isn't even like they had two or three games in between two. No, the last team that both these guys played against, or excuse me, second to last team that both these guys played against was each other. Hell, one played Michigan and one played Cincinnati, which Cincinnati against Bama. Bama, you got to worry a little bit about that one. That didn't look too pretty. Did not look too pretty. But hell, look at Alabama against Auburn. Look at Bama against LSU. It wasn't pretty, but they won. 
Georgia goes out there against Michigan and just beats them to pieces. I mean, it was clear five minutes into the first quarter. Okay, this is not going to be a fun ball game to watch. This is going to get ugly. Michigan does not need to be playing Georgia. It was clear. In five damn minutes, it was clear. It was obvious. But you look at how the whole season's gone. Everybody's sitting here saying, oh, Georgia killed Michigan. Bama didn't look good against Cincinnati. Georgia's going to kill Bama. You look at the season for these two. One school this year had a lot of ups and downs. The other school flew through the season, no problem. They met each other. The one that was on cruise control all year got their ass kicked. The one that had to fight and persevere, which it sounds weird to say that about Bama, beat them. But at the same time, you got to sit here and say, well, football's a game you don't ever want to play the same team twice because it is hard to beat the same school twice. It really is. And it's going to go one of two ways. Either the team you beat is going to have a chip on their shoulder and they're going to come out and it's going to be a slugfest. Or when you beat them the first time, you took their heart, put it in your back pocket, and carried it home with you. This national title game, this is it, man. I mean, I cannot think of a more hyped-up national championship game. LSU and Clemson, I was pretty excited about that one. But I cannot think of a more nationally hyped national championship game since hell. Vince Young and Texas Longhorns took on Matt Leiner and the Trojans. I mean, this is it. This is big. This is huge, especially can Georgia come out and pull this thing off and I'm still trying to figure out how the hell Georgia is a favorite going into this thing. I don't really understand that. But this is huge. And it's SEC. It's all SEC. Who really got the crap kicked out of them in most of their bowl games this year. It comes down to two SEC schools playing for the national championship. Thank you all for making the rest of the conference look pretty decent. Because besides a select few, really kind of stunk it up this year in the ball series. But we're going to talk about that on a different day. I'm not going to drag this out. I really am itching to get off here, go get some things ready, and sit down and watch this game tonight. But I figured I'd come on here and just do a little preview of what we're getting into. But if I had to guess, I think tonight we are going to see a closer matchup. I think it's going to be a little bit more of a grudge match. I think it's going to be more personal between these two teams. It's going to be very intense. There's going to be, a, I mean, a ton of intensity on the field. A ton of it. But I do think, unfortunately... I do believe 
Old St. Nick's going to get them another one. I'm going to be pulling for Georgia. And no, I am not a Georgia fan. But I'd love to see Kirby Smart break the curse and finally get one. Bring one back to Georgia. That poor fan base, man, they have been. The Braves finally did it this year. If the Bulldogs did it, man, oh, man. There might not be nothing left of that state. They might burn it down tonight. Who knows? But I don't see it. I think my personal prediction, the Ben's pick for the national championship game, I'm going to take Bama getting the win 38 over Georgia. I'm going to say 31. And I think you're going to see Bryce Young have probably around. He's going to have a. He'll have between 300, 350 passing yards. I'm not going to see it going over 400 this time. I'm saying between 300 and 350 passing yards. The rushing game is going to be a little bit better this time. Georgia, I do think they're going to have to find a way to get the ground game going a little bit. I think Stetson Bennett, you're going to see at least one interception out of him tonight. He's got that gunslinger mentality. I see him having one interception, probably passing the ball for a round. Hell, I'm going to say 300, 360 yards because he's going to be trying to throw his way back into the game. 360, 370 yards through there. Georgia's ground game, though, man. that That's what this game comes down to. Georgia's going to have to move the ball on the ground consistently. They're going to have to stay on the field on her down, get that first down, and keep the chains moving. And they're going to have to get pressure on Bryce Young. Because if they don't get pressure on Bryce Young, they're going to give up 40 points to Bama again. If they can get pressure on them, it might might be more in that 35-38 range. But they're not going to keep points off the board this game. Both teams are going to score. But I think Stetson Bennett throwing a turnover, throwing a pick, I think that's what's going to decide this game. You heard it here first. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I hope you got your drinks ready, got your food ready, ready to have a good evening with your family and enjoy this thing. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'll see you next time.